0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us here today. hope you're doing well. Good to be back with you. It was a week ago. uh, was, of course, at Amren over the weekend here. had a great time, by the way. Thank you for everyone who uh, came out. A lot of good, solid people there. had a good time. Uh, Pretty uh, decent speech, I think, as well. You know, it's kind of a fog when you go in front of an actual live audience. (laughs) I'm not sure if you guys experienced that or not, but, uh, you know, it's kind of a perpetual introvert to kind of overcome that. First, like... Five, 10 minutes is just kind of a blur. Uh, but then it, and it, then it sorted out, actually. So it's pretty good. But anyway, a lot of good people there. So I'll mention a little bit about that here uh, throughout the show because uh, they're actually the uh, the usual suspects are targeting one specifically uh, speaker that uh, went to the conference. I'll mention that real quick. And uh, there, there is some housekeeping, I guess, we could do. But technically, uh, why bother? There's a lot to go into today, of course, kind of uh, behind a little bit on some of the news. Um, but I do want to talk about what's going on with Musk and Twitter because it's just kind of a, well, it is a relevant thing, but it's it's interesting seeing these billionaires now being attacked in the way that they are uh, by the establishment. It looks like they don't really kind of comprehend what they're up against, uh, to be honest. But anyway, we'll talk more about that. And then, of course, tomorrow for the American audience, we have the uh, Turkey uh, festivities coming up. So, ha- happy Thanksgiving to anyone in the U.S. if you're watching, um, and uh, it's going to be a good time, I think. And then we're heading quickly towards uh, Yule, actually, and uh, always a good time. We'll of course do some uh, theme uh, theme shows, I guess, on that too, as we usually do. Uh, however, today, uh, boys and girls, it is actually a Fibonacci Day. Did you did you know about that? I did not know about that. I just saw that on. Um, the, uh, the, what was it, Bing or something, I think it was. I don't know. One of the search engines, uh, they showed me the Fibonacci Day. Uh, kind of interesting. Golden, golden ratio, golden spiral. Do you guys know about this? We should cover uh, some of the stuff, uh, a whole lot more. Uh, some of the good old days. But check out, here's a quick little animated introduction video to the whole thing, right? Mathematical... There's like a mathematical reasoning to uh, to nature, to the to the universe, right? Uh, because, of course, there is uh, there is thought behind it. It's not just a random shit that was smashed together. Uh, obviously, uh, the architects, the uh, designer or designers uh, definitely have uh, attention to detail. But anyway, check this out. I thought there was uh, something different to start the uh, show on here today. Check this out. stuff anyway that's uh some of the animation stuff we are in terms of how the that mathematical expression uh seems to express itself in uh, in nature i was trying to find the show and i couldn't find it uh on the member sites like numbers uh, universe i forget the author's name it was a it was a show basically we went through from one to ten uh of the different numbers and like how you see the, the expression of them it's kind of like i mean it's not really this is not numerology it's just kind of how it's intelligent design, essentially. You could say, uh, you could argue. Uh, although you're not 100% certain of the source, you can kind of see that the fingerprints, if you will, uh, of of this design. But anyway, there's, there's some good stuff in the archives. Check that out. Just searching for numbers, I did that now, uh, there's some hits on that, but I- I'll, f- I'll try to find the uh, the guest's name because that was particularly good. He wrote a book about that, like from 1 to 10, uh, the, the numbers of the universe or some some like, sacred numbers of the cosmos <laughs> or something. Sounds kind of new agey, but it was actually very fascinating stuff. All right. Anyway, boys and girls, if you want to join in today, uh, enterpensum.live.com slash RedEyesTV. We'll read Super Chats there. We also have them over on Odyssey and on Rumble. Uh, so a couple of comments. We'll do those here before we kind of dive into the meat, I guess, of the show today. Uh, but yes, Fibonacci Day, ladies and gentlemen. Like Warrior says, media hates miserable white people. See, whatever we do, we can't win. What is this? Do we really have to care about miserable white people? No, of course you don't. Sadly, yes, because they wield disproportionate political power. So if if white people have a grievance. Uh, We do have to care about them because we have to break down the little institutional power that they hold. I would argue probably not anymore, right? As you know, the only people you're allowed to openly discriminate against is Hawaii people, uh, as uh, Jared would say. Thank you, Likin. I appreciate that. I'll um, see if I can go through that in some more detail a little little bit later. Uh, What do we have? Odyssey. Lord Aragon says, was Laura Loomer... Nice to you, lol. Yeah, yes, we, we met uh, briefly uh, in the uh, hallway of the hotel. I said hi, she said hi, uh, and uh, we were nice to each other uh, on the surface. But I think both kind of she doesn't like me, I think, or us, but we do, and uh, we kind of have our question marks about her and stuff. Um, but you know, you could be you could be nice. We we talked about some of the the banking uh, censorship a little bit. Uh, Basically, but that was about it. But uh, no, it was it was okay. They they did their thing, and we did our. That's how that's how it goes sometimes. Um, but it was It was a good time. It was a lot of a uh, lot of good people there. If you haven't gone to an American Renaissance, definitely definitely do that. Uh, it's definitely well worth it. Uh, Jared is a uh, gentleman, and as and a king, as I wrote on uh, Telegram and Twitter. Uh, I he he's uh, he's been consistent throughout this, right? you you could you could disagree he doesn't touch about this uh, enough or he invited this person or you know blah 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 sure okay that's fine, but overall he's he's been there throughout the years uh, and despite censorship and things, he's been very successful, a lot of people coming over to our side because of the work that Jared and, and uh, the team does over at Amren. so i'm very I'm very glad that they're there. we should be very thankful and we should support these guys too because they do a lot of good stuff all right um uh, let me see here. They, they call me perp. I think it is. Oh slash, my friends. Thank you. Appreciate that. Dog Whistler says, uh, by the way, did anyone else notice the news was all about the uh, Virginia Walmart shooter until they said the name Andre and then all of a sudden the next, uh, on to the next story. Yes, I, I saw this quickly. Uh, aren't you glad you left Virginia and moved to uh, Idaho? Yes, I am. Actually, I, there's a lot of good people in, in Virginia, especially rural Virginia. Uh, West Virginia, I think it gets even better, despite the fact that there's, you know, fentanyl issues and poverty and things like that. There are a lot of a lot of good people, there are good good, you know, good uh, good stock. Uh, there's some con- conservatives and whatnot, but I don't know proximity to D.C. and stuff like that. Oof, I mean, it was it was it was rough. The town we were in was just, I mean, awful in terms of the the people that live there, uh, and they had to bite their tongue to to try to stay nice, you know, in front to our faces and stuff like that. You cannot feel that, yeah. You know? Um, so uh, yes, but I saw the Walmart shooter. so I wanted to touch a little bit later here guys on the uh, uh, on the, um, was it Colorado the the, uh, the the queer club or what was the Q club? I assume it stands for queer or something. Now that's fascinating that that's that's incredible. like what, what who that is that person and stuff. So we'll get to that. but yes, I saw the Virginia shooter briefly too before I came on here. and it's almost like, all right, here we go. like mass shooting season is back on for some reason. You know how that goes? It's like for a while it's just like intense number of mass shootings and and then all of a sudden he just falls off and nothing happens. You know what I mean? Uh, It's kind of bizarre, to be honest. Uh, Who knows? It's like they're flipping a a switch, to be honest. All right. So uh, let let me briefly show you that then. So here's the Amron uh, uh, speaker lineup, right? And I saw tweets about this. I saw people tweeting out uh, Daniel Vineyard, who's the police officer that spoke there, and he's the one who's being attacked right now basically because he if I don't want to misrepresent but if I understand the situation correctly he spoke right before I spoke by the way uh, nice guy very you know professional laid back I mean he you can you can be a police officer and do your job and have your thoughts and opinions but you can still be professional and and kind of put that to the side Sometimes sometimes you might you maybe you shouldn't that could be argued and stuff but i'm just saying like he seems like he was he was you know he, he didn't let that get in the way he just talked about his experiences you know as as being a white cop and going to some of these areas and what happened and and you know how how he woke up to race differences because of that and and just how how foreign and different some of the uh, the people and the groups were that he encountered and stuff like that right so I guess he didn't quit soon enough. He has retired now, I believe, technically. Again, I could be wrong on some of this here. But he retired, and but but he had spoken to Jared Taylor on uh, Amron like an interview back in May when he wasn't retired. And so now they're digging this up and basically, oh my God, he was still working for the Boise. Uh, that's Idaho there. Uh, the Boise Police Department at that at that time. So you know this is a white supremacist conference. So he's ba- bad, and this has been investigated and stuff. And so that's what uh, was uh, happening here. Now, uh, Boise Mayor launches investigation into retired police captain tied to white supremacists posts. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> Boise Mayor Lorne McLean told the city and union leaders that a that she will. Not tolerate anyone who tries to impede an investigation into a retired Boise police captain with ties to an organization known for Hawaii supremacist views. This is great. News broke of the weekend of retired Boise captain Matthew Bringelson, I guess it is. That sounds like he could have uh, maybe Scandinavian uh, roots there. Uh, Planned appearance as a speaker at the American Renaissance Conference. The conference is held by an organization that this, this is like, okay, how do we first miss, you know, and it's like, how do we write out the gays kind of, if you don't know about them, just know how bad they are, okay, and that's why the police is bad for, for speaking there. <laughs> this is like The conference held by an organization that has published posts arguing that people of color are inherently less intelligent than white people and contribute more to crime and other societal ills. And it's like, okay, that, that's that's not technically wrong, right? They've argued like, yeah, there's racial differences. That's, that's why you have difference in outcome. But you know what I mean though, right? The way that it's pivoted towards that of like, just like, let's have the most, uh, what will cause most outrage and impact. So now we can link the police officer to this white supremacist organization and that's it, right? So anyway, it looks like they're going ahead with some investigation of the guy here. I don't know what they could do, potentially, I mean, this is kind of similar, I guess, to like when a, I don't know, like a tenure professor or something, they get their, uh, you know, uh, tenure revoked, although you're not supposed to, right? So they might be able to go, they might want to try to go after his, you know, retirement or his pension or something like that. We'll see what happens. Um... I guess I was surprised, too, I wasn't dragged into this because, you know, there's always a problem. I made its point during the speech, too, but it's like as soon as white people that don't, like, agree with the general sentiment of, of where things are going, as soon as they live somewhere, it's like a problem. You know, you see articles like that about, like, how Maine is too white or New Hampshire and how do we diversify an entire state. And West Virginia is nice and lovely, but it's just too damn white. Like, what? what is that? You know, kind of thing. And of course, those articles are are you know breaking about Idaho as well, especially northern Idaho where we are, right? Um, so anyway, we'll see what happens here with him. But he was, uh, from my uh, judgment, I didn't spend too much time with the guy, but you know, we, we, he seemed like very genuine, very nice guy, maybe too nice, you know what I mean? Uh, to be honest, professional, and uh, it's good that we have some of these police officers just sharing their experience of what they're what they're encountering out there. Um, and again, just you know, I mean, the basic fact here is that if you are going to operate a society based on lies, it will never stand and never last. Even if truth and reality is not like maybe, uh, it, it, maybe it's not fair or whatever term you want to use, It it's it's like because of. Well, there are differences there are different outcomes they do things in some way we do a thing in a, you know some things other ways or whatever if you, if you start from the premise that that there are differences you're gonna do a whole lot better i think as opposed to try to you know shove equality into this you know into the way of life and in how you design society and 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 if there's there therefore a difference in outcome that can only be, you know, explained by white people holding others back, you know, and things like that. Uh, you know this stuff. But anyway, so we'll see what happens. We'll follow up on that here. But they, you know, in this piece is from like an Idaho Statesman, which is like a paper uh, bought and owned by like a bunch of California liberals now and stuff like that. So it's just the same thing over and over. Again. Blah blah blah. White supremacy, Nazis, and stuff. And a whole. how how could he be allowed to work on the force while he uh, he talked to Jared Taylor? We can't believe this, you know. So we'll see what happens there with him. But uh, uh, very good, uh, very good speech. It, it should be out online, I think. Uh, at some piece, so if, uh, some at some point, so if you want to check out the uh, speech for yourself and what he said, that could be good. Uh, follow Amron.com, of course, uh, for updates. And oh, by the way, so uh, the speech I did um they had a mic you can actually uh, like take off so I wanted to walk around a little bit because I was the only one that had like a slide presentation so I wanted to read from the slides so I walked away from a secondary mic that they had just for the cameras which I didn't know at the time no one told me uh so the first few, <laughs> few minutes might not even be part of it I'm not sure uh Jared uh, Whitney in place uh, after a few minutes there hey you got to stand right right here at the podium damn it so anyway good stuff Okay, let me see here. What do we have? Uh, Sherlock Bear says, uh, how do you get notified about Ameren events? I had no idea what's happening. I would follow uh, Ameren.com, just that, or their Telegram channel. They post about it there. Um, They are on Gab, I believe, as well. So that would be a couple of ways. But uh, they they hadn't held one since uh, 2020, I believe. Oh, With me, did they? No, they skipped one, they skipped the one 2020. They held it 2021, that's right, and now 2022, and they moved it to November. It used to be summer, summertime before, I think May or May or something like that. Uh, but uh, presumably, if everything goes as, as it uh will, uh next, uh, next November, I assume they're gonna have another one. Uh, I'll, I'll get a little better at letting everyone know as well i i i, I didn't mention it but not enough so i, I kind of dropped the ball on that so i'll be better better about that next year help promote some of these events even if, if, if you know one of us speak or not you know uh dog Le- dog whistler says uh, retired so can the mayor and or the union strip his yeah strip his pension for holding opinions different than mainstream this is all getting closer to uh linking social credit that's what i would assume that they're trying to do to be honest to try to strip him Uh, Of that, uh, we'll see what happens, we'll follow up on it, but uh, that would be a, you know, it's just so, I mean, you can find, as you know, everybody, I mean, out there, like, you can find a million people. That have been in you know official positions and they're just shitting on white people and talk about how the evil they are and their genetics is is steeped uh, you know in in the devil's blood or you know really, like these absurd you know their genetics is uh, inherently evil and like all these things and occasionally you know someone might have like kind of got a little bit in trouble or something or they, you know they lock their Twitter account and stay quiet for a while until it blows over but then it's uh, back to business as usual. He didn't say any of those things, like, comparably. Like, he didn't he didn't talk about how others are evil and stuff. He just talked about, like, th- their differences. There was racial differences that they they, they, did things which he, where he grew up in, would never even assume that people would do when it came to, like, violent acts and things like that. And he patrolled a lot of black areas and, and other areas, right? And he said that was a shock to him, right? He, he couldn't, you know, he wasn't even, like, you know, fit, like, didn't know how to deal with some of that stuff, essentially. Even the police, uh, the 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 captain, when he started, I think he said, um, "Pulled him away from certain areas. Like you get, you you never go back to these streets right here." It was kind of funny when he talked about some of that stuff. Um, but yeah, so it's it's completely absurd. My, my point is, if they would do this across the board, there would have been you know millions of people that have been targeted for this. But uh, but as we know, it's just a problem when white people assert themselves and and uh, and openly talk about what they what they think and what they feel uh all right so what do we have black Philip here Henrik have you seen uh, Denmark is threatening to pull out from FIFA over the wo- I have some World Cup stuff yes coming up uh, over the World Cup and LGBT uh this is Peak Global homo personified also d uh, live quietly lifted the ban on all of their chats very odd really okay that's bizarre I think the red eyes page on uh, d oh, the yeah, the the red ice uh, channel on d live is is gone you can't even you know hit that anymore but it's just stuck in like my restream um, program or software or you know, the website service so it' st- still streams out to d live for some reason you can't reach like the front end of it but you, apparently people still get notifications stuff I haven't even t- so I haven't turned it off so I don't even know what's happening on the back end uh, but all right I'll check that out I mean DLive is kind of dead but uh, that's always fun to know anyway so they're changing things basically right Yes, yeah, so we'll get to FIFA there too. Um, there were some stuff on that which is kind of funny. The World Cup it's being held in Qatar uh, this year, and they're fighting. Uh, they're fighting the uh, the gay the gay stuff. It's uh, kind of entertaining, actually. All right. So uh, Elon did this real quick mention about it. This year. should Twitter offer a general amnesty to suspend accounts provided that they have not broken the law or engaged in egregious spam. Now, I don't know if the you know. Alex Jones people talk about him as kind of like uh, not patient zero that that's that's not it, but like as one of the bigger high profile ones of like, will he let him back on And so far he replied to one of the tweets where someone said you should bring him back And he said no, for some reason Alex did some replies on that on, on his end there over at Infowars. I'm just saying I'm bringing it up because although he's a civil suit, right the, the all the Sandy Hook uh, nonsense um, of, of like him paying back, I don't know, what is it now a trillion dollars or something. Is that considered to break breaking the law? Technically he has not broken the law, but do you see what I'm saying? Like, well, he's got convicted in a court of law and he did wrong, he defamed these people, so therefore he's not going to be allowed. I'm, I'm not sure if that's what it is. I'm not saying that's the most important thing with, with all of this, but that's just one factor to this, right? So, that's good. 71% thought that. So, we'll see. And apparently, you know, some uh, some accounts were let back on there, like the, this lady, remember she was like big during the uh, the election between uh, Hillary and and uh, Trump, right? Juanita Broderick, uh, one of the ones who claimed she was raped by Clinton. I didn't even know she was gone from there. So, anyway, she got her account back, tons of other people. If you have one, I guess you can try. I'm not sure if they do an appeal thing or, or how you do that, but... Um, that I mean, overall, that's good. If that if, if some people get their accounts back, that's that's great. I I tweeted to a um uh, to a hashtag or you know with a hashtag one of the tweets to the uh, Idaho police um, Idaho poli- politica, politics I guess it is ID poll right uh, Idaho politics uh, regarding the the police officer we talked about here at Boise uh, and that didn't show up in the thread at all. So I'm still shadow banned. So t- Trump to t- at his fault have still said like okay. Freedom of speech, but not freedom of reach, which is just like, pfft, what does that mean? Then it doesn't matter. Nothing matters then. Okay, you can sit here in your little uh, in your box and scream however loud you want, but if you can't actually like you know engage with people or your stuff isn't seen, what does it matter? So we'll see if that improves or not. I don't have high hopes for it, um, but some people have argued, and I've heard some of the um, the, the whispering is kind of. Uh, Behind all of this is that he'll slow. He won't just like immediately, you know, open up the the, the steam valves or the, the, the taps, so to speak, but he will do it slowly and, and gradually and, and, you know, more and more accounts maybe and, and easing up on things. So we'll see maybe in like, I don't know, a year. We might be in a in a much better situation than we're at now, so we'll see what what happens here. Uh, but yeah, you did have you do have people like this on the back end, right? Uh, here's uh, Jake Shields posing it. This is Melissa. Melissa was in charge of deciding what's political disinformation on Twitter. Is this a troll or is this true? I wouldn't be surprised if this is true. <laughs> to be honest, I feel like I've seen this picture before. Maybe this maybe this someone's just making this up, but it's it's funny, and I wouldn't doubt it. Elon had found some uh, merch, basically, like that had never gone out to, um, maybe it was just internal for the Twitter people. It was just like, a stay woke and shit like that. He tweeted about it earlier. So we'll see what happens. However, he did have, this is a little bit more important here, right? But he did have a little tiffy uh, with uh, Jonathan Greenblatt at the ADL. Who's continuing doing fantastic work to uh, to you know really build their brand and reputation? A lot of pe- lot of people are very solid when it comes to ADL and what they're doing right now with their uh, with their smacktivism. Uh, Elon Musk mocks Anti-Defamation League for defaming him after Trump Twitter reinstatement. That's right. So I forgot to mention that he, you you guys are probably aware of this. He put uh, Trump back on there. I think he hasn't tweeted yet, uh, and we'll get to what he said. By the way, that's hilarious. The ADL has spent weeks threatening dire consequences should Elon Musk disobey their orders, right? He's literally, this little bitch is telling Elon what he can do with his website. Well, he claims he does. I just, I just hope he understands what he's dealing with here. And that this guy, like, you know, stands his ground and won't give an inch. And initially he said, oh, we're going to cooperate with, uh, with them and we're going to have this Council, right? There was a couple of things here, like he said. Let me let me see if I can pull those up here real quick. Um oh yeah, here yeah, that's right. Here's the ADL one, right? We, we can look at that one first, then that's kind of interesting, right? Um this one is what the article uh, details, right? Jonathan Greenblatt with the ADL says for Elon Musk to allow Donald Trump back on Twitter, ostensibly After a brief poll shows that he's not remotely serious about safeguarding the platform from hate, harassment and misinformation. And uh, Elon said, hey, he said, hey, bitch, stop defending, defaming me. (laughs) That would have been even better. But I'll I'll take it. I'll take it. Right. So he said in a follow up here, uh, he's very, he's very. Uh, he engages uh, uh, with people here, so that's uh, that's one good thing, right? He talked about this count, uh, content moderation council that he was going to form with the widely diverse viewpoints. At this point, like, why? You know what I mean? <laughs> why? Why? Just just stick to, like, is it free speech or not? Right? Is it protected speech or not? That's, that's the only uh, criteria you need to have, really, right? But someone said, uh, oh, that was a complete fictional, That that's he never intended to do that, form that council uh, 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 to moderate Twitter. So he said, a large coalition of political social activist groups agreed not to try to kill Twitter by starving us of advertising revenue if I agreed to this condition. They broke the deal. Good, right? In a way. So that he would be like free from all of that bullshit with it. Um, so that could potentially mean something good in the long term. Uh, we'll have to see what happens. But you know what they can do. As usual, they can basically just kick Twitter off of the major app stores. It, it, of course, it doesn't mean that the website is dead after that point. But this is how, how insane. It looks, from this point of view, that it, the, the battle is um, is real. You know what I mean? It, it, they truly believe it's the same It's the same lunatics that went after Trump and projected all these things upon him. And, you know, people like us were like, well, we wish he was that hardline about certain things. And he's just not, you know what I mean? He's just, he doesn't even think that much about this. And it seems very similar with Elon. He's very mercurial. He's very, uh, uh, you know, on a whim, does things. I mean, you've seen some of the stuff he did with like the check marks for eight bucks and then that's back again. People trolled that aspect of the site. So he took it away again. And he's just like... It's kind of sporadic, and it was like, did you, really did no one <laughs> walk you through this, or, or you couldn't think through these scenarios yourself? Uh, so you know, we'll see, but um, we'll see. The, the, the app store gatekeepers could just basically deplatform Twitter uh, itself. So we'll see what happens on that front. Check this out. This is let me see. Where do we have this here? L- listen to what Trump said about uh, the Twitter thing here, right? So it's like you you're you're back on Twitter. Um, he enabled your account again. So he started instead plugging uh, Truth Social, right? Check out what he uh, said in relation to that, though. But basically, what kind of, uh, what kind of strong um, uh, issues do you have on truth, uh, truth Social? Check this out.
1: President, I want to pivot a little bit to uh, current events as in happening
0: in real time. I don't know if you've been following. Uh, Twitter is blowing up today. Elon Musk posted a poll uh, that had over 13 million respondents so far asking whether or not you should be reinstated uh, on on Twitter. Uh, my question to you is, what do you think about uh, Elon Musk buying Twitter? And if you are reinstated, will we see you back on Twitter again?
2: Well, I like that he bought it. I've always liked him. I got along with him very well. Uh, do it-
0: so obviously, this is from a little while ago, but listen, listen to what he said about Truth uh, Social here regarding that. So he's back now on Twitter, of course, but... Uh- Check out what's comes
2: During my days as president and I got to know him pretty well, Uh, but I do like him. I've I've always really, you know, he's a a character and uh, I tend to like characters, but he's smart. Uh, He did put up a poll and I hear it's very overwhelming, very strong, but I have something called Trump. If you look, it's Trump-owned, but it's uh, it's really fantastic truth.
0: Was he going to say Trump social? Was that what <laughs> I got something. It's called Trump. I mean, it's very Trump centric, but uh, Trump social
2: social and truth social uh, is is through the roof. It's doing phenomenally well. The press hates to talk about it, but it's doing phenomenally well. I think engagement is much better than it is with Twitter. And it's uh, taking care of voices that really want to be taken care of and really smart voices, brilliant voices, voices that. In many cases, they're both sides, but I can tell you there's a lot of voice for Israel, a lot of power for Israel in truth social. So truth social has been
0: very- Oh, and I'm getting like uh, clogged out there too. Uh, the, the 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 data choke is happening there. All right. Anyway, that's basically. And then they go back. The uh, interviewer guys there is like, oh, also I want to ask you about the Israel. No, sorry, the uh, the Abraham Accords, right, which is like the the world religion kind of thing forming, right, that he helped to uh, to bring about. So yeah, that's the. <laughs> is he is he more tired than the? I mean, I know he's getting older now and stuff, right. So it's it's yeah, it's rough. It's it's uh, he's getting up there. But man, it doesn't feel like we've been there and done that kind of thing. It's like, and that doesn't mean like, oh, DeSantis, you know. It's just, man, it's just, it's too, it's too, the rod is too deep in all these systems. And the people uh, who supposedly are there to do something about this are just too weak. That, that's kind of how I view it. Um, and of course, there's some that have left <laughs> the era of politics a long time ago. I've always been like, yeah, sure, fight there too, but also, you know, do other things and prepare accordingly for like, the day when, like uh, all these uh, mutant lunatics, are going to be running the show, and they have, like uh, you know, central bank digital currencies in place, and you can't even make a move. Like then, we need to have like existing parallel structures, essentially, right? Um, so Israel is big on truth, truth, social. Uh, one thing that's worth mentioning that is very positive on Twitter is that the allegedly, like the child porn, have been out of control on Twitter. And the people there moderating stuff have, of course, predictably done nothing uh, about this, right? Um, so when uh, Elon took over, ba- basically um, within a few days or like a week or something, they started finally dealing with some of the hashtag that apparently is sharing this. And some people said that they had like people are purchasing this through the platform, or like at least like using the platform as like the connectivity. Uh, It's like, hey, I can buy that, you want to sell this, blah, blah, blah. Maybe they do that off of the platform. But they do the connection there uh, on Twitter, right? So, uh, Elon Musk fights child sex abuse after Twitter's speech police refused for years. That's a good thing. Elon Musk has uh, begun addressing the issue of posting child sex exploitation content on Twitter after years of the platform's inactivity on the subject under past management. And he said, uh, priority number one. So well, that's fantastic. Good job. If they, if that's just one thing we get out of this, then it's then it's worth it. If you ask me, to be honest. Uh, but there are some p- potential residual, uh, positive side effects of all of this too that uh, might, uh, we might still see, right? Uh, so that's very positive. And and so again, to so go back to that point that, we're now standing in front of them them potentially wanting to boot Twitter off of the platform because he's not obeying and letting people back on that they have worked so hard to get banned and stuff like that, right? Meanwhile, of course massive problem before all of this with with child pornography on twitter tiktok same thing there private tiktok accounts harbor child exploitation content on the platform the illegal child sexual uh, sexual origin orientation goes on in Uh, Sorry, post in private accounts. I'm not even sure what that is. I'm never on TikTok, Uh, which are explicitly forbidden by TikTok's security policies, but nevertheless exists in abundant quantity. Of course, you know, so you think this would be enough for them to boot off, you know, like deal with your child sex uh, trafficking and exploitation issue where you're going to be booted off the, uh, you know, the app store. No, that's totally fine as usual. They can use this damn, you know, it's a, as a spy machine, they can use it as a, a child porn distributor, no problem. But if you have, uh, uh, you know, dangerous vo- voices on your platform that previously had been banned, then you have the threat of being kicked off of the app stores. Um, it, it just, I mean, it's just so rigged and so dirty at every turn, right? And it reminded me too, we're going to get into the World Cup a little bit here too, but while we're on the... Uh, uh, child sex uh, issue and the the trafficking and the the pornography and the LGBTQ stuff. Uh, check out this one. Apparently, a uh, um, couple of um, so-called drag queens in Sweden received uh, death threats a while ago. Yeah, I wonder why uh, they were setting up some um, doing some events in uh, Malmo. Of course, very uh, you know Muslim heavy as well. I'm not sure though that any of the uh th- alleged threats came from that uh, particular group but regardless <clears throat> what a shocker Hey, eh? who could who could have thought that they'd be a, a n- not getting any pushback from this uh Swedish drag story hour star promotes sick pornography for children of course they do it's the same thing every time that they, they <laughs> the slippery slope is real right that's uh where's that image i got to show that again you you've seen it but it's like it's it's worth to bring that up right i mean they they you know, we make fun of it, uh, but the reality is that you begin to advocate for uh, for you know equal. Uh, what was it? Uh, uh, gay marriage, essentially, right? And then eventually, you you come back to where we are now, and now it's basically like we need access uh, to your kids. That's basically where we're at. And people talk about this, and no, no, no that's not going to happen. Let let us get married to bake our cake, to use our pronouns. We will force you to use our pronouns. Allow minors to dance for us in drag. Let teachers choose your kids' gender. And then it gets worse, of course. Let us, you know, give us access to your kids now. It's real, folks. Uh, When you thought drag story hour for children couldn't get worse, one of these leading stars of the movement. Promotes pornography to his minor followers on Instagram. So that's another one that has issues with that Instagram And of course the whole establishment backs him up the drag story hour movement has been widely discussed in right-wing and conservative circles In the last few years liberals and other leftists are fighting hard to promote the phenomena of sexually provoking men in women's clothes reading stories not seldomly with LGBT themes to small children in public financed libraries one of Sweden's story readers is a man who calls himself Miss Shameless whore Usually that would be enough of a red flag to keep him away from children, but Swedish public libraries find it a great idea to put small children in the lap of the self-acclaimed Winewhore. On his Instagram account, at shameless underscore Winewhore, now in private mode, see, that's what I said, That's what, they get a little bit of flack, that's what they do. They just put it in private until it blows over, and then everyone forgets about it. Maybe we shouldn't forget about it. That's all I'm saying. Maybe we should remember these people and how they're trying to target kids. He promotes different weird stuff to his young audience that he's recruited at the library. One of the things he's recommending for children is a, quote, erotic coloring book. Do you remember uh, coloring books from your childhood? I guess they were filled with animals and stuff and not with hardcore pornography uh, like this one. One of the pictures of the coloring book features a grown man masturbating while licking a doll, clearly flirting with the child pornography. absolutely want Yeah, so this is fine on Instagram. Oh, it's just a cartoon. It's fine, you see. Naturally, many people got upset with this, and there were calls for the public to shut down a drag story hour in the libraries. Some, alleged went, uh, some allegedly went so far as to threaten the libraries. Yeah, I, I totally understand why. Uh, who's answered by hiring guards outside for taxpayers' money to put outside the library. That's right, we need armed protection from these uh, people that don't want to allow us to get access to their kids. Isn't that remarkable? The left-wing media and the LGBT organizations quickly defended the drag queens and the pornography that they promote. Swedish gay icon Jonas Gadell called Miss Shameless Weinhor a, quote, great integration project to teach immigrants about homosexuality. Yeah, that's that's where it's all about right there. They're here to replace us and become gay just like us, right? That's uh, that's definitely going to happen. Uh, the promotion of the erotic coloring book was first noticed by conservative commentator Mira Axoy, who published it on Twitter and later on Sumnit.se, The author of the coloring book, Magnus Friedrichsen, responded by repainting the image and swapping the molested doll with Axoy's face. There you go. I guess that's funny. Do you think any feminists came out in defense of Axoy when this happened? Of course not. Instead, they cheered the pornographer on and joined in on the. I have call him pedophile, right? Uh, joined, they they cheered on the pedophile, and joined in on the insults, calling Axoy a racist and a transphobe. Ah, uh, all right, there you go. So that's happening. That's that's uh, your your update from uh, from Sweden, right there, folks. What wasn't uh, the the other brand here? They got a little uh, flack over the uh, last couple of uh, days here. Uh, B- Balenciaga is that how you say it? I don't even know how you pronounce that. Uh, Italian, I presume. Wasn't that one of the uh, companies that Kanye worked with, or he had some deal with them, or something like that? And they they ended up dropping him. Maybe that was maybe that was a good thing. I don't know, call me crazy, but uh, considering what we're going to see here next, maybe maybe that's not the kind of uh, corporations you want to do business with, right? So they've apparently apologized. Like that's mean. Like that means something. Uh, for Violet Kitty bondage ad featuring child porn prop. You guys see this image here? I think it's bigger down below. Fashion brand Balenciaga Valencia, uh, has apologized for a vile photo shoot which features kids. Whole, again, the. They get to keep their bank accounts. They're 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 culturally you know relevant. They're on the floor. They Nothing happens with these corporations or institutions or individuals really behind all of this stuff. Instead, you know people like Kanye lose their their bank accounts with JP Morgan while Jeffrey Epstein gets to keep it right that's that's the just a perfect summation and and why well while the other ones are running an active like child sexual exploitation ring that's blackmailing academics and politicians and scientists and all kinds of crazy establishment people it's the it's the guy posting a couple of mean things on Twitter and Instagram that's that's really the big problem anti-Semitism allegedly right? Critics slammed the okay. There is Spanish turned French label after photos were released showing young girls holding plush uh, bear bags adorned with BDSM gear. Perhaps even more insidious was the placement of a prop showing courtroom. Do- yeah, this is weird. Courtroom documents concerning Ashcroft versus Free Speech Coalition, a 2002 Supreme Court case. The case struck down a portion of the Child Pornography Prevention Act (CPPA). Of 1996, ruling that virtual child pornography is protected speech. So they're they're rubbing this shit right in our faces. That's how disgusting this is. Unbelievable, right? Not surprised. The Balenciaga ad is disgusting. Toddlers posing with BDSM sex toys and alcohol, in, uh, hiding in plain sight. A Supreme Court doc, uh, Supreme Court case rather evolving a federal child pornography law. Here's the the main image or the uh, the screenshot from their page there. Yeah, here it is. Totally normal here, you know, the tranny colors, there the blue and the the the, the pink, right? Uh with a little BDSM uh, outfits and I don't even know what you call all these things, right? Spikes and you know le- leather uh, straps or whatever the hell it is, right? Totally totally normal. Here's another one right there. And they always do. They always do. They love their little symbolism. And if you look through, like, I hear, yeah, there's like a dog collar, a dog water bowl and shit like that there, right? These are little animals. Yeah, here's the document that people zoomed in on with this court case, right? Basically saying, ah, virtual child, it's protected free uh, speech. Why in the world would they do such a thing if they're not intending to communicate something here, right? What, What? Even you know, risking losing your business or, or like, you know, at least the uh, the brand, right? I think it's partially because they know that they're backed up by the establishment. This is how sick these these people are. It's unbelievable. All right, so speaking about J- uh, Epstein and uh, the pedophile rings here, it's another good thing. Maybe, maybe we can get some more information. Remember, a lot of the stuff has been sealed uh, through, you know, after the court cases uh, with Epstein and then with... Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell and judge after judge have protected these people. They protected uh, the clientele, essentially of Epstein. Right? We all like to know who who had relationships with them, uh, who purchased, uh, you know, kids, or, or or who was blackmailed or compromised. Right? We want to have some goddamn names. Dozens of court documents relating to eight of pedophile Jeffrey Epstein's associates, including billionaire hotel magnet, will be unsealed after judge rules public interest outweighs rights to privacy. So if you say, again, if you say a a, a mean thing on the internet, then you have no right to privacy. Uh, If you, however, molest children around a sex pedophile ring, then all of a sudden you do have uh, rights to privacy. Isn't that amazing how that works? So anyway, this is a good thing, right? Judge Loretta Preska on Friday ordered, I think this is last Friday, ordered dozens of documents related to Jeffrey Epstein's associates to be unsealed. The bombshell papers are part of a defamation case that victim Virginia Roberts gouffray brought against the financier's madame and facilitator Gillane Maxwell. The judge overrode objections from Tom Pritzker, the billionaire executive chairman of the Hyatt Hotel. And of course, he's uh, he's the, uh, they have a, um, like a transvestite brother too, I think, right? But this is the, uh, is it the governor of Chicago or what do you call it? Mayor of, mayor of Chicago, right? The um uh, what's his first name again? The other Pritzker. I think they're related. I think that's the same guy. Um, mega wealthy. They'd be pushing the tranny stuff forever. Um, Illinois. I mean, if you, there's just so much stuff. If you look at Chicago specifically, uh, of just the corruption, the history there, some of the organization. I, I, I actually we covered a thing in the I think it was the previous weekend warrior show. Check that out regarding what happened back in 1933 in Chicago. At the World's Fair, there just um, fascinating. Let me just put it that way. Some fascinating rituals that took place there uh, during that um, stuff. Is it the Illinois? Yeah, is it the whole Illinois governor? He is uh, of of Illinois governor. Okay. Anyway, super corrupt family, and one of them are pushing transhumanism and stuff like that. I forget what that uh, that freak is called. In his submissions to the court, Pritzker claimed it would be wrongfully uh, wrongfully harm his privacy and reputation if material related to him was made public. That's right. too. So even if you have uh, have, have what? Potentially have uh, have sex with kids or something? Well, that could harm my reputation. You see, yeah, tell that to people who post something mean online or or, or have their uh, entire career and like lose their jobs and ruined relationship because they said a racist thing on the internet. A total of sixteen non-party does. I'm not sure what term that is. Objected. To the release of the files being made public and half have already been dealt with by the federal court in New York. The latest batch related to the remaining eight referred to as Doe's, like John Doe, 12, 28, 97, 107, 144. These are some uh, uh, Fibonacci numbers right here. Uh, (laughs) in, In honor of the day. 147, 171, and 183. All right. Is this the Pritzker guy? Yep. Billionaire hotel magnate Tom Pritzker, uh, who's objecting to the unsealing. Of course they are. So we'll dive through this in a little bit more detail uh, when we have more uh, information about the uh, court docs. Uh, but this is one I caught last Friday just before going on, uh, uh, doing my Amarin speech here. So this is worth to be aware of. But uh, as I said, I have, more, I have more to look into when it comes to the story. Um, here's another one too. This is uh, This is fascinating here. Man who allegedly threatened New York City synagogue is Jewish, and he's a kin of a Holocaust survivor. Imagine, imagine my shock as I go. This has got to be a world's first. Have you ever heard of such a thing? You telling you telling me, someone is kind of trying to benefit from a victim status essentially. That's incredible. One of the two men accused of plotting to attack New York City synagogue is Jewish and the grandson of a Holocaust survivor, his attorney claimed in the court Saturday. Matthew Merer, 22, was ordered uh, ordered held on $150,000 bail at his arraignment in Manhattan Criminal Court on charges of criminal possession of a weapon, though his lawyer asked that he be released on his own reconnaissance. Yeah, sure. There are a lot of questions here. Defense attorney Brendan Frasick said of Mayer, was allegedly been diagnosed with autism, bipolar disorder, anxiety, and ADHD. Well, there you go. That explains everything. It wasn't his fault. He has He's a little bit spurgy, right? He has some uh, bi- bipolar issues, so he's totally forgiven. My client is of Jewish heritage. He resides with his parents and his grandfather, and he's actually a 93-year-old Holocaust survivor, uh, and my client is part-time caretaker, the uh, attorney said. Mayor and pal Christopher Brown were busted Friday on the Long Island Railroad with Brown carrying weapons and a Nazi armband. Yeah, he? Well, look at that, according to police sources. There we go. The Nazis try to attack a synagogue. Can you believe such a thing? Man, we have such a Nazi problem, don't we? Cops seized a loaded handgun with an extended magazine, a bulletproof vest from Mayor's Upper West Side apartment that he and a buddy allegedly planned to use in a synagogue attack. Prosecutors said. Mayor's defense attorney Brandon Fre- Freit, something like that argued that his client has no criminal history and said he's of Jewish heritage. Should that, well, yeah, well, that's uh, that settles it then. He should be let go because he's of Jewish heritage. <laughs> I know he's not saying that but that's like funny right well your honor I mean our our perp- our alleged perpetrator is white so you know in in, in lieu of white uh, privilege uh I, I'm I, I don't think you have any other option but to let him go <laughs> right because that happens every time uh let me see here it was a but mayor had no criminal record and his parents had cooperated with cops his attorney said the accused had spent time in homeless shelters before moving in with his parents about a year ago uh, based on that judge, my client should not be implicated in anything involving hatred towards his own people and his religion. <laughs> Holy shit said, well, but you did you did this right you you could argue that the, the if there's any mental issues here, uh, it's partially of course underlined and exacerbated by this climate of like, oh my God, it's like we have a Nazi problem in this country. They're trying to blow up synagogues every wherever which way you turn right? So eventually, when you don't get that uh, violence, when you don't get that terrorism, you've, you've seen, I mean, how many times we've we covered stories like this now, they have to go out and actually do these things themselves to prove how bad it is. And sometimes that's even the argument. Like, this is so bad, we have to we have to essentially take it upon ourselves to underline what a big problem it is. You've seen arguments like that. All right, anyway, fa- fascinating uh, uh, story. Because uh, who knew that uh, this could ever be an issue, right? Um... All right, let me do a couple of other ones here. This is, talk about, you know, we talked about, you know, like being, you know, censored or let's say, um, you know, doing, doing hateful things and, you know, that these people are basically being, you know, uh, frozen out of society. They get, there's financial censorship now. There's all these issues that happens to these people that basically is uh, to, to be, to simplifying the term that are in some way or another anti-establishment. Now there's a real problem with actual dangerous people, though, that are doing shit that's so crazy that they should be excluded from society and never be uh, allowed near to any kind of mass communicatable device at all for for the rest of their lives. Such as this guy, who's actually trying to start World War III. I mean, you got to prioritize like the level of like of harm actually done or intended harm actually done. We're talking about people that shares a a wrong opinion. Versus people that are trying to, like, start World War III, right? Or uh, blow up their own synagogues or whatever the hell he intended to do. Go and shoot up people in a synagogue to blame it on, uh, to pose as a, as a national socialist, right? But uh, at, at least they fired this guy. A.P. And then I fire a reporter who risked triggering World War III with Polish missile misinformation. Remember, one of the biggest issues right now is, is is targeting misinformation. We talked about how JP Morgan had virtually attended every single meeting that the Department of Homeland Security had of how to deal how the state should deal with misinformation and disinformation. And the majority of people, of course, that are uh, caught up in that is, is, is people like us and people out there that are talking about things that the establishment don't like. Five days after the Associated Press cited an anonymous senior U.S. intelligence official in a story that claimed a Russian missile had killed two Polish civilians, one of the two reporters behind the story was fired. So That's the least, I mean, they could do. Reporters James Laporta, who was fired, and John Leicester, not fired, shared the byline on the now ret- retracted report, which sparked an entire news cycle that included talk of invoking Article 5, which is the mutual defense agreement between NATO members and which would have obligated other members to engage in a collective defense of Poland, also known as, he writes here, uh, World War Three with probably nukes, right? So here's here's one of those rare occasions where like they intentionally drive this narrative, spread false propaganda, which which it's is this goddamn close to lead to like true violence and and, and harm on a level we can't even imagine, right? These people should be in jail. There's there's people in jail right now um for, for posting what what was his name again? Holy shit, I should remember this. Um Ray, what was his name? Chat, you have it. The guy who ended up going to... Uh, he, is he, I think he's still in prison. I hope he's not, but I, I think he might be. Uh, what the hell was his name again? Right, the, He had the baseball player character, Charlie Sheen, uh, as his uh, avatar. Ray, was it Ray? Man, um, he shared basically a meme, a, f- a joke. If you want to vote for Hillary, Ricky Vaughn, thank you, uh, Johnny Doomsday. Exactly, Ricky Vaughn, Ray, I said. Ricky Vaughn. Basically, shared a picture, a meme of like, call this number if you're gonna vote for Hillary. He was like charged with like election fraud and all these crazy things. Absolutely insane, right? Compare that to th- this shit. This is insane, right? He should be in jail, this guy. As the day went on President Biden popped out of a NATO slash G7 briefing and mumbled that it's unlikely the projectile was fired from Russia, NATO then chimed in saying it was more likely the missile was fired by Ukrainian forces in self-defense. Or was it? AP later retracted the story and he issued the following correction, which pinned blame on the anonymous intelligence official. An earlier version of the story, published November 15th, the Associated Press reported erroneously, based on information from a senior American intelligence official, that they want to go to war, these lunatics. They want a fucking nuclear war. He spoke on conditions of anonymity. There you go. See, oh, my right to privacy, right? Well, it's not now. Thank God. God, he's exposed. Put him in a hole that Russian missiles had crossed into Poland and killed two people. Subsequent reporting showed that the missiles were Russian-made and most likely fired by Ukrainian in defense against a Russian attack. And of course, people on Twitter called this immediately. It was like within a couple of hours. All right, where's the pictures? Here's the pictures. This is obviously Ukrainian and everything was like settled. But in many cases, you don't get a mainstream media uh, report backing this up, right? They They couldn't hide this one. This was too obvious, I guess, for some reason, right? At least they they, they retracted that. Um, according to Mediate, AP requires two sources to, uh, for confirmation on this type of reporting when both are anonymous. No word on who edited the piece or what their fate might be. See they're, they're still they're covering for their own right. On Monday, the Daily Beast reported that Laporta had been sacked for erroneous reporting, while Leicester has, as of this writing, kept his job with the wire service. Remember, when AP cited an anonymous U.S. intelligence officials to suggest that Zero Hedge was spreading Russian disinformation, same energy and wouldn't be the first time anonymous officials turned out to be bullshit. Meanwhile, on his Twitter feed, here we go. Here we go, here's the guy here. Why don't you give him a, a nice follow over there, Jim Laporta. Of course, be nice, be respectful, I'm not saying, don't do anything dumb, but I'm saying, keep an eye on this guy and see what he does. He's at a birthday dinner at, at his favorite restaurant right now. All right, good stuff. Waffle House. Seems like the clientele. Um, all right, so, speaking of Russia and some of this stuff here, right, so uh, they're being blamed now, of course, for higher uh, prices here during uh, American Thanksgiving. giving. Uh, USDA blames Russia for rising prices of Thanksgiving dinner. The American Farm Bureau Federation says the average cost of a Thanksgiving dinner is up 20% compared to last year. And I think it was already up, it was like 15 or 10% last year too. Uh, the Department of Agriculture says that Russia's ongoing war in Ukraine is one reason why your Thanksgiving dinner cost more than it did last year. Now, is it technicality? Uh, yes, that is correct. I mean, we're talking about uh you know less supply chain issues less fertilizer i mean we've seen nothing yet well we've talked about this over and over but it's funny how it's just you, you you they can just say well the guy who lashed out is the problem and and you're not allowed to to have kind of a logical through line here i guess and and, and think like okay well what what provoked them into the action that they take that they took maybe Maybe they are partially responsible too, or is it just, no, It's no, no, it's just Russia, right? For them acting in their national interest, that is just, you know, that's the only thing um, uh, you can you can blame, you, you blame them for that, right? Any other country, I mean, imagine them putting, like, your bioweapon labs and, uh, I don't know, missiles on the border, you know, of between Canada and, and the U.S. or Mexico or something like that. It's, it's kind of the equivalent of that, right? Right. Uh, but then it wouldn't, be, no, no, it wouldn't be their fault for provoking them. It's just the guy who's lashing out and defending himself. That's the issue. You could argue, oh, they're not defending themselves. They're the aggressor or whatnot. But, I mean, they painted them into a corner, essentially. They're losing out demographically. Russia is, a, is a, actually in a very bad spot, as many other countries are. Um, when it comes to their demographics and stuff like that, and <clears throat> this was essentially the only time they could do something like that. Like if they w- wanted to restore some kind of semblance of security for themselves, you can argue whether that's right or wrong. But I'm just saying, from a survivalist point of view, as a, as a, as national interest and and as them being logical in what they're doing, this was like the only time they could do it. And of course, they you know the NATO side and and America, except and, and Ukraine too, for that matter, exacerbated the problem. They didn't try like. Cool off on it and back down and and try to be reasonable and and and, and amicable. It was just like push, 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 and eventually they spurred out. You know, and, and Russia did what they did. A USDA memo this month says turkey prices will be higher because of this year's outbreak of highly pathogenic avian influenza (HPAI), which led to the death of eight million turkeys in 2022. But the USDA also said Russia's war on Ukraine and drought across the U.S are other factors that are pushing up the price of Thanksgiving staples. USDA told Fox News that both the COVID pandemic and Putin's price hike, they actually used that term? That's that's incredible, have boosted food prices around the world and said Russia's move against Ukraine cut off a critical supply of wheat, corn, barley, and other grain. Russia's war in Ukraine plus the pandemic have put pressure on food prices, USDA says. Yeah, no shit. So maybe you shouldn't have done the actions that you've done? Is there any, uh, you know, like self-analysis uh, uh, here? <laughs> no, of course not. As I said, then you have the agri- the um, the fertilizer issue, right? Potash, ammonia, nitrogen, like you have all these things that are coming out of that part of the world. Um, you have the energy, right? Much of the um, <clears throat> nitrogen, uh, sorry, ammonia, right? Is being produced by the Haber process, which is basically taking natural gas or or hydrocarbons, uh, you know, through a kind of a complex procedure. All of those things are co- you know consequential now. So the energy uh, thing alone, the, you know, that we're losing out on, you know, like Russian gas and and crude oil and stuff like that, that just as one single issue would have massive consequences. But now on top of that, it's the fertilizer issue then it's them as a grain supplier, then it's them as mineral supplier, it's all these things. The, the, the West should have had a good relationship with Russia. They should have been on good terms with them and traded with them instead, right? You'd think that would be the logical thing, but uh, no, we had to go through the Great Reset. Therefore, this move uh, was necessary. That's how I view this. Anyway, so we'll see. So, so you know, in the kvetching will uh, will commence here when it comes to the uh, increased prices as it should, I guess, because uh, a lot of the people responsible have, have of course, created the situation for us. They've, they've uh, led people, uh, hoodwinked, uh, blindfolded folded into the situation, while they're waving their Ukraine, Ukrainian flags and you know showing their, uh, their, uh, you know, their vaxxed uh, band aids on their arm and stuff like that. But in reality, those are the things that have caused, uh, uh, produced a lot of the problems. Um, and it was, it was bad even before the pandemic. To be honest, we're heading that way anyway. I've made a point many times. Uh, all right, so another uh, one, another globalist here <clears throat> got smacked around a little bit the other day. Macron, it could actually be from uh, earlier today. French President Emmanuel Macron gets slapped by a woman after calling for a one-world government. Check this out. Nice. Let's 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 do that. Let's let's see that again. Let's slow that down a little bit. That's. Uh, <clears throat> I do admit, I do take some uh, pleasure in that.
3: <laughs>
0: nice. I want to hear the whole speech in front of that, though. Or like, uh, uh, let me let me back up there again. Let's do that even slower. Look, check that out. Take, take joy, friends, in that. <laughs> there we go. That's business. I wonder what's going to happen with her. She's probably going to be, like, imprisoned and tortured for, like, 20 years. For daring to lift his uh, her hand, rather, uh, against the, uh, the new emperor. All right. So, we got this uh, mass shooting stuff in, uh, in Colorado, uh, boys and girls, taking place. And we've had some interesting developments when it comes to the identity of this uh, person. And now they're claiming that um, he, he, he is identifying as a non-binary uh, in court documents. Let's. I haven't seen this clip. Let's see if this is anything we can watch here that underlies this point.
1: Attorneys for Karen. Court documents filed today do re- re- reveal more about the gender identity.
4: That's right, Jim. In a handful of motions that were filed earlier today, attorneys for the suspected shooter again included a note that he is non-binary. That um, Again, that Aldrich is non-binary and uses the pronouns they and them. It's just one piece of the suspect's history that is now coming to light. As the investigation into the deadly shooting at Club Q in Colorado Springs continues, more about the suspect, Anderson Aldrich, is uncovered. Everything from their encounter with law enforcement last year.
0: Here we go. so of course he was known to police. It's always the same story. When you look at his dad, we'll look at his dad in a moment. You're just like this this, this is a total I mean if he acted on, like alone and genuinely on his own, they let it happen. Let me just put it that way, but I think it's far more sinister than that. I think that this guy was led led around the nose essentially. Um, it, it has all all the the uh, telltale signs that something is amiss with this. It's like he fits that character profile of what they need to basically manipulate something someone into doing this thing. Uh, yeah.
4: a case that was dismissed for unknown reasons.
0: There you go, there- unknown reasons. I, I look, I haven't seen this before, but it's like, we can we. Uh, <laughs> he seems to have mental issues. His dad is a meth head. Yes, okay. They're kind of weird. Can we, uh, I don't know, but can we uh, Can we work with this in some way? Can we Can we kind of benefit from this a little bit, do you think?
4: Our own gender identity. In recently filed court documents, we've learned Aldrich is non-binary and uses they, them pronouns, raising more she- questions for those.
0: There we go. So that settles it, right? Here we go. We have the uh, the LGBTQ mass shooters. All righty. Make of that what you
4: will. Here we go. Searching for a motive behind the attack, while others, some who were inside the club that night, say details about the shooter are the least of their worries.
0: I feel like I I know everything I need to know about him and where he comes from and his perspective.
4: And even deeper.
0: Uh, uh, really? Do you? OK. All right. Sure, man.
4: Dive into the suspected shooters. history. And that's
0: like the lazy. That's a lazy response. Right. I think we've heard enough from this evil man. It's like, <laughs> come on. Like, Is he not going to investigate this or look into it? Like, oh, it turns out he was like a, I mean, I, th- there's other programs today. They don't even name that. But, you know, the p- in popular vernacular reference, right? Oh, he was a MKUltra victim, this guy, essentially. He's been groomed by police or intelligence officers or something like that, right? What's the odds? Well, this day and age, it's actually goddamn high. Let me tell you that. Oh, I think we've heard quite. Let's not even talk about him anymore. Let's not. Even, let's right. That's right. Let's not investigate. Let's not try to find out what the hell went wrong. Uh, and, and, and again, getting to the the source or the root of why these things keep happening and why it's beneficial to the establishment.
4: History and court documents show they changed their name from Nicholas Brink to Anderson Aldrich at sixteen. Born in Texas to Aaron Brink, an MMA fighter and porn actor with his own criminal past.
0: <laughs> this is just—I mean—it's so bizarre when we look at the next—the video of this guy. He's like, you know, they're oh, they're conservative. This was the narrative, right? They're conservative, and they're like, oh, these these Republicans and stuff like porn actors and meth heads and like no, there's nothing like there's nothing trad here at all whatsoever. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're just. I'm saying that they they create these guys as like kind of a character, you know. Oh, here's a conservative guys over here. And then they have like this whole shady history and like, you know, from smut to like illegal stuff that they've been involved in. And then we find out later, oh, they were known by police. They had several run-ins. And then later on, it turns out, yeah, they... uh, they did um, uh, they, they, they deals or a plea deal with the police or, you know, things like that, right? That's usually how this thing goes. And this, you know, story just, uh, it, it's it fits like
4: a glove, right? While Colorado Springs police have said the suspect's mother, Laura Vopel, has not...
0: Now, now check out these two here. Uh, crazy they might be, right? Crazy they might be. They're not that bad looking, right? Am I, am I wrong on that? I mean... They look all right. Right. But when you look, this kid here, it's just like, what What the what the hell is going on?
4: I've been cooperating with the investigation.
0: Maybe it's so get- the, the mental anguish that created the face of the guy we're going to look at. But uh, <laughs> you know, I'm just, you know, just making a general point. You're like, was he a dog? What's going on here? This is bizarre.
4: As far as learned authorities in Riverside County, California. Have two misdemeanor arrest warrants for Laura Vopal dating back See? to 2011. Yep. So
0: known by police, a, a you know problematic family, a lot of issues. It's it's always the same story.
4: Now Aldrich will have a first court appearance tomorrow morning and is currently facing five charges of murder and five charges of a bias motivated crime. We will update you on the case following that hearing tomorrow morning.
0: All right, there we go. So, uh, let me see if we can find the picture of him here then. Yeah, here here, here he is, right? There's other pictures. It's not the best picture here, but the New York Post have this. and <clears throat> it, It's a classic, like, Adam Lance, uh, what, what was the um, the Batman movie theater shooter? What was his name again? Maybe Chad has it. It was a few years ago since I went through this again. again but uh, they always, like, they show up in, in courtroom and they're like, completely like dazed looks like they're drugged they're not even present i are mean, just like what the hell is going on here right alleged colorado shooter anderson lee aldrich appears dazed and bloodied in court holmes that's right thank you uh, chat thank you temple denier uh yes holmes exactly let me see if the, there was a couple of replies to this that at least i got on my other other twitter f- i hate that you can have that you can have you can be logged in on the same account look at the same post but if you do it on two different computers, you get different uh, uh, results underneath. Someone linked up all the like the crazy shooters uh, kind of thing, and, and they did say, "Look, we have a white uh, conservative problem kind of thing." But my, my point was, if you look at this list, like, no, we have like a, a, like a, a weirdo, like mental disease problem. You know what I mean? I don't think that was this post on. All right. Anyway, uh, here, here is right here Mugshot shot of Club Q, Colorado shooting suspect Anderson Lee Aldrich. I don't know. It, you know. Again, you look at the.
4: We're live in Denver tonight. Karen Morfit covering okay, Colorado for.
0: Reload that. Okay, that could be closed. There's the mom, right? There's the mom. There's the dad. <clears throat> just, just a casual, you know, just a... do a little uh, a phenotype here, a uh, uh, look, right? You, from that. From from that is that is that reasonable? I don't know. Is this, is, is this part of? Is this a, a an invention? Is this a deep fake, or is this like a completely other guy they found somewhere? Uh, they found this under a rock somewhere in the in the woods, and then they say, "Well, he he's the kid of these guys." <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm trying to have a little fun with this here too, but it's I don't know. It's just it's just kind of bizarre, right? Um, Anderson Lee Aldrich, dad. This is actually I, I couldn't help but to laugh on this uh, laugh about this on on, on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> now he, the fact that he did declare himself non-binary could or might or might not be uh, just a defense uh, tactic to maybe end up I don't know with the with the women's in the women's president or so, you know who knows what the true objective of that is or he's or he's he's gay he is gay and that's again one we've seen that too right one of the reasons why they. Lash out and stuff. We saw that with the, if you, unless you believe it's a false flag, of course. If it's you know, oh, it's completely, uh, it's everything by the book, exactly what they said it is. Then, in some regards, of course, you have people that are uh, disgruntled, right, um, and and turn, if you will, on on the very people that uh, uh, what that they try to deny that they really are. It's not one of the explanations or something, but it's funny because the dad was like. Okay, he he went in and shot guys, but man, whew, at least he's not gay. Listen, this is funny. Uh, this is hilarious. But this is a this is, he's he's a, a either an ex pornographer or or a an active uh, pornographer, which uh, have had a lot of issues with meth. Anyway, listen to this.
3: There's a shooting involving you know, there multiple people, right. and then I found they were on going to find it's a the gay bar. Yeah, right. And I was like, "Oh my God, he's he gay!" As a straight, oh my God, he's he gay, and he's not gay. So it's like, this, it like
1: <laughs> well, you guys had had conversations about that. You, you were, Oh yeah, like so
0: you, you, the, it's it's just, it's just I don't know, you know, in, in the in the in the weirdness and the kind of um chaos of all of this, I think it's kind of funny at least he, I know not shot and kill a bunch of guys, but at least he's not gay. We are were shooting yes. involving you know, multiple people.
3: Right. And then I they were on going to find that it's, it's a gay bar. Yeah, right. And, yeah. and, and I was like, oh my, God, he's he's God, oh my God, is he gay? That's a scary, oh my God, shit, is he gay? And he's not gay, so it's, like, it's just <laughs> 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 it's,
1: it's, Well, you guys have had conversations about that. You, you were oh, yeah, I, was you, like, you, I was adamant you I was, Yeah, you were adamant that gay is I was is adamant what's
3: happening. Yeah. I'm a Mormon, I'm a, a conservative Republican, here we go. This is it.
0: this is it. totally not. A, I mean. <laughs> I'm a Republican. I'm a conservative. It's just like, a, holy shit. You're adamant that gays, uh, exactly gays, that's That's how they all are. They're, it's a, totally not like a Democrat, Democrat opera. Exactly. I'm a Mormon.
3: I'm a conservative Republican. And we don't do gay. We don't do, yeah. Gay. We don't do gay. Yeah, we don't. We don't I can't do get gay. answers from the attorneys, really, but they're saying that some of these.
0: We don't do gay. That's, this is. This is gold. This is one for the. Uh, <laughs> this is one for the record. Yeah, you're you, you Yeah, you're Gay is bad. Yeah,
3: Bob. I'm yeah. a Mormon. I'm a, that's a true Republican, and we don't do, gay. Don't do yeah. gay. We don't do gay. Yeah. I can't get answers from the attorneys really, but they're saying that somebody's you know, involved in a gay bar or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know what the heck you did with a gay bar. Um, I don't know what's going. Well, he's accused <laughs> of going on a mass shooting at a gay bar and killing five people. Colorado's. Okay, well. <laughs> God. Well, that's, that's I said shit. I'm accused of doing that. I'm not gay. Uh, <laughs> I say that, I, I'm gay. but I'm not gay. the shooting involved? <laughs>
0: oh, my goodness. Holy shit, this is hilarious. This is... <clears throat> I don't know what the heck you do this gay bar. It's this um, incredible stuff here Well,
3: he's accused of going on a mass shooting at a gay bar and killing five people. Colorado's. Okay, well, well, I that's, shit that's I'm accused of doing that. I'm not gay. <laughs> you know, I say that. bye I'm not gay. <laughs>
0: okay, you know, is, all right. Sorry. This is just, <clears throat> this is gold. Incredible stuff. Okay. Um. Uh, the Colorado Shooters dad says I praise him for violent behavior really early. I told him it war- it works. You'll get immediate results. Uh he then went on to praise the Colorado shooters' grandpa, a mega republic Yeah, sure uh, <laughs> this writes itself here. <clears throat> a mega Republican politician named Randy Vopal, uh, who supported the January 6th insurrection. <clears throat> if they didn't if they didn't uh, if they didn't if they don't get these, they will they will create them, right? what's the chances this is organic I mean he might he could be of course I'm not saying that but it this <laughs> this is incredible stuff
3: I praised him for violent behavior really early I still say it works it's in it's instant and, and you'll get immediate results and he'll always give what you ones you're good at fighting
0: had you taught him more time <clears throat> i i pra- <laughs> I praised him for violent behavior really early on I told him he'd works you get immediate results <laughs> I praised him for
3: violent behavior really early. I should say hey, that it works, it is in, it's in instant and, and you'll get immediate results. he go always gives what you want, you're good at fighting.
1: But had you <laughs> taught
3: him more tolerance, let me be direct. Do you think uh, you know, it
1: he would have been more tolerant of gay people apparently
3: i think that my anti-gay, anti gay anti homophobic the conservative uh, writing of a conservative extraordinaire and i've been very <laughs> vocal about that i was uh, i support Randy pell or his grandpa i love Randy Lapel. a good american help. yeah there.
0: this is this is this uh, is totally not a way to kind of shit on him as well <laughs>
3: it's just... president someday um
0: he'll be uh, <clears throat> he'll be president someday well this guy told you okay so that's it this uh, the the, giga, the meth giga chat here told you that this is that's the way <laughs> that, that's the way it's going to go.
4: Smash, we smash, we smash. Hmm?
0: Uh, Randy Vopel. Oh, Randy, Ropel. Randy
3: That's a good man right there. That's a that's the best man for the job. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's okay to be gay. You know, think like he says no, it's, like, it's cool to be gay. It's not. It's, I think it's not cool at all. I think it's um. My opinion about gays is that they not okay. Because go stand up against homosexuality. <laughs> <laughs> I praised him for violent behavior really early. So they-
0: All right, so apparently <clears throat> there's 20 minutes of this goal here. So if you're going to go <clears throat> if gonna go dig in a little bit, uh, I think uh, <clears throat> there's number <laughs> a number of uh, sources here that has this. <clears throat> Here's the Daily Beast here. Porn star dad of LGBT club massacre suspect spews homophobia in first interview. Uh, the YouTube here is, where is it embedded here? I'm going too fast. <clears throat> CBS 8, San Diego. That's where you can find it right now. Extended excerpts. <laughs> I I I expect the means from this to be glorious. I expect nothing less. Uh I, I don't I don't even I don't even know if this is I don't even know if if anything of this is real. I mean, I'm say, I'm saying that these people exist. I'm not saying he's playing a role, but I'm saying like in terms of them having any, sw- I'm saying this is this is so perfect for the opposition because they've gotten everything they w- they they want in this right, <laughs> and so therefore uh, it, it's going they can package this, um, <clears throat> but uh, to to make uh, to make light of a very uh, you know kind of chaotic situation here with all of this, I think the memes from this could be could be very good, uh, uh, class class A you know A A plus double plus good, uh, meth he was on the show intervention. There's a dad here, very Republican and conservative, I guess. Here, uh, season six, episode eight. Aaron, uh, you have some details about him there. Uh, after injecting meth, Aaron masturbates for ten to twelve hours. Uh, I'm a Republican, <laughs> I'm a Republican mega conservative. <laughs> it's just, uh, nice. Yes, that's uh, that's what conservatives are known for: masturbating for about uh, for about ten to uh, to twelve hours. All right. Oh yeah. <clears throat> All right. This is. I gotta gotta catch myself for a little bit. A sip of water after that one. Holy smokes. <clears throat> I'm proud of my. I'm proud of my boy. <laughs> All right. Black Phillips says here on Enterprize. Uh, I hate to be black. Uh, black pilled everyone, uh, but I need to remind everyone that Macron married his childhood rapist, and is a Rothschild banker. Yep. I, I'm very familiar with that. Uh, there's a reason why he's France's youngest leader since Napoleon. Terrible, he is terrible. Yeah, he's a he's a banker puppet. That's uh, you know people call him the, on that early on. To be honest, um, and he's a um, he's exactly what they wanted him to be. Uh, to be honest, right? All right, let me see. I just want to make sure we're caught up here. Uh to do to, 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 to. you see Connie's new handler? Milo has been accompanying ye the last few days. Really? Uh he even gave ye a new bag boy by the bag boy by the name of Nick Fuentes at the airport. <clears throat> no, I have not, <laughs> not followed that at all. I have to look into that later. Uh well, yeah, he had um I know about the other handler, right? He had the uh, the Canadian Jewish. What was he again? He was like a co- like a co- personal trainer, like a coach, right? Um, and Kanye kind of called him out, as far as I understand it, and then uh, that went uh, south pretty quick, as far as I know. Uh, but no, I did not see the other the other thing. That's uh, that's an, an interesting pivot. Let me put it put it that way. Uh, I'll have to look at, look up more of that later. Thanks, appreciate that. All right, so let's get back on <clears throat> track here. Man, that was that was hilarious. Uh, England, the World Cup here. Then let's start with uh, with England. Uh, the uh, team's captain here, Harry Kane, and several other European captains have been told by Qatar uh, in the extension FIFA, I guess, because they are the one mediating with Qatar, uh, that they cannot wear the one love armband at the World Cup. Here's, uh, here's a picture of the ugly thing. Uh, talking about the arm band, <clears throat> or maybe I'm talking about him. Uh, there it is. one love, right? So they're gonna have all of them are gonna have that and stuff and apparently this has been a big problem for them. Uh, the captains of several European teams will not be wearing one love armbands at the World Cup in Qatar due to the danger of receiving yellow cards. That's fascinating that they can do that. that's awesome. England, the Netherlands, Belgium, Denmark, Germany, Switzerland, and Wales were set to participate in the One Love campaign to promote inclusion and oppose discrimination. Well, you just had a a non-binary person uh, shooting up a a, a queer nightclub in Colorado. What about that? Uh, But those countries' associations said in a statement on Monday that the armband, which features a striped heart in different colors to represent all heritages, backgrounds, (laughs) genders and sexual identities, blah blah blah, would not be worn in Qatar. Good. FIFA, football's governing body, has been very clear that it will impose sporting sanctions if our captains wear the armbands on the field of play, the joint statement read. As national federations, we can't put our players in a position where they could face sporting sanctions, including bookings. So we have asked the captains not to uh, attempt to wear the armbands in the FIFA World Cup games. I thought it was the whole team they're going to wear it, but I guess it was just the is it, oh, is it like, the, uh, that's the armband that the captain wear, and then they turn that into a gay thing? Okay, I, I, I got it now. I'm not following this, the football world at all, to be honest. Based Qatar, I guess, in a, in a way. Uh, here's, uh, here's another development of this here. As a Qatari, I'm proud of what happened. I don't know when will the Westerners realize that their values aren't universal. There are other cultures with different values that should be equally respected. Let's not forget that the West is not the spokesperson for humanity. So he linked up this uh, tweet here. Uh, A security guard has refused to let me, which is, I guess, Grant Wall is his name, into the stadium for the USA versus Wales football match. You have to change your shirt. It is not allowed. Nice. Oh, well. So then there were some conflicting reports, and he was let in after a while. First, it was like there was an issue of him even entering the country, I believe. And then, you know, but that obviously didn't go through because he's there now and went into the football game, and he couldn't do that. And then they let him in anyway later. It's been a little bit confusing. It's, of course, always, <coughs> excuse me, it's always a possibility that they exaggerate and they love being victims, so they turn this into something which it is not kind of thing. But since this one armband thing happened, maybe there is some truth to it, anyway. And it's kind of interesting, right? Because it takes us into this other discussion that that I want to mention about uh, Georgina Maloney in Italy, too, right? Where basically now you have people who are taking a perspective that, like, it's the the LGBTQ stuff is essentially white supremacy, right? Or or France. Wanting to, um, uh, you know, impose their colonialism on another country uh, is the, the, you know, she goes after uh, Macron and France. I'm not saying this is good, but I'm just saying it's the wrong way to tackle these issues. What you're seeing is you're seeing seeing people lining up to attack white supremacy and associated with that, and and kind of join into the the choir of victim countries and all the uh, the the anti-colonialists, which ultimately is an anti-European. Uh, Movement, I guess, and underline and give it power and saying, yeah, this is wrong. You know, this is white supremacy because you're trying to impose your ways on others. And again, you could argue, you can reasonably argue, okay, here's something that happened historically. Was that good? Was that bad? Uh, In the extension, has that benefited us or something? But my point is, okay, even but even if it was negative, don't take a side where you, you basically attack your own culture. So we know, of course, then that the Western Western traditions is not associated with LGBTQ stuff or global homo stuff. It's like latched onto that and later on, but so what I'm saying is, now you can have people that basically can say, this is West, by them wanting to push their LGBTQ values on a different country, like Qatar, that is an expression of awful evil Western supremacy, right? See, see the spin here that's happening with this? So the guy here who made that tweet, what is he again? Is he some prince or some shit? I can't even read that anyway some some dude on uh, some Qatari guy presumably uh linked this one up let, let me play this a- and I want to argue as a technicality is correct but this is the easy way out this is the 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 lazy yes let's take the argument that the left is using against us and and, and ride the the coattails of that energy of that instead of saying no anyway you might think different let, let's listen to this first here
1: an American journalist has claimed that he was detained on Monday after trying to enter World, the World Cup Stadium in Qatar, where same-sex relationships are outlawed, while wearing a rainbow shirt in support of the LGBT community. So this is Grant Wall is his name, and he put a picture up there very proudly. He's got the, he's got the rainbow flag, and he says, just now, security guard refusing to let me into the stadium for USA Wales. You have to change your shirt. It's not allowed, he says. Uh, he says that he was um taken away and that he was detained for nearly a half hour. But then he says that they uh, that they later apologized to him and let him into the let him into the country. So right. that's what he says. Exactly. That. So we're getting this from these from uh some of these Western people that are showing up there. Um some of these Western people. See where he's going with this?
0: I would just disassociate. This has nothing to do with Western values. This is a uh this is an, an abomination uh, that none who's conservative really want or uh, a nationalist or, or looking out for, for Western values. No, instead he's taking that. This These are the the, the Western values now. He's kind of folding to that. That's, that's, that's my point.
1: I don't think that's wrong. But you just see it's interesting how quickly the respect all culture stuff goes out the window, isn't it? I mean, say what you want, but... This is Qatar. It's their country. It's a non-Western, non-white country. And now you've got white people, white Westerners like Grant Wall, showing is up it? and saying, I don't respect your customs. I don't, I don't respect your, your beliefs. Is this really the time to shit on white people? Isn't that what
0: he's doing here? Here's all these supremacist white people who shows up and think they know better. As, again, as a technicality, you could argue that that's right. But is that really the way out of this? Is that really, the, it, it, this is the lazy man's version, this is a shortcut out of this. That's that's my argument
1: here. I'm going to do what I want in your country. I'm going to tell you how you should run your country. Your laws don't mean anything to me, because I'm the white Western guy. And I'll, I'll tell you, I will inform, I will show He could
0: say so many other things there, right? Because <clears throat> you can see these Swedish uh, women show up, who's like part of the Social Democratic Party and the Green Party and stuff. And they go and visit Iran. I'm sure you've seen the pictures. And they all dress in the burqa because they don't want to be offensive and stuff. You see, on on, on every issue where it's actually just normal white people that show up, they bow backwards and that, you know, these Arabs come to our countries. They don't respect our values. They think they can do whatever the hell they want to do. And sure, yes, that's annoying. But they're coming to live in our countries. We're not just a visitor coming for a football uh, cup. And you think, well, respect our differences, is done. I'm saying at, at at every turn, where there's normal and somewhat sensible, you know, even traditional people showing up, or or in some cases even even some you know lunatic leftists, right, like these women in Sweden I'm talking about, they get they get the burka on and stuff, and they want to bend backwards to appease everybody and stuff. That is the norm of what you usually see, except when you shit shitlib mutants show up, like these guys want to push LGBTQ values, right? That's different. Um, and so I think he shouldn't associate Western culture with with that group. This is an an anomaly. That's my point.
1: Go oh, up uh, and be and be the uh, and and be the 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 arbiter of morality, the source of morality. I mean, I have I happen
0: to agree with the Qataris on this point. I don't think they should push it. Good for them that they're excluding it. But you see what I'm saying? Like, the, the, it's the, it's not. But that's not taking the lazy way out. They're saying, well, even if let's say, what if we did have our our. You know, sensible, normal, uh, proper Western values with us. W- why wouldn't Why wouldn't you back down to them then? You know what I mean? Why wouldn't you show uh, respect for us and, and respect different religions like we are expected to in our countries? It's not reciprocal, right?
1: It is a It is a, a form of this kind of moral colonialism. There we go. See. And also,
0: I, I do have- moral colonialism. This is the This is the lazy man's version of like, look at, look at me how based I am. I
1: have to say, and there have been uh, some, you know, Qatari citizens who have uh, spoken out about this. Here's one, for example, says as a Qatari, I'm proud of what happened. I don't know when will the Westerners realize that their values aren't universal. There are other cultures with different values that should be equally respected. Let's not forget that the West is not the spokesperson. I, I, I'm saying if these guys <clears throat> could be the the top dog,
0: like uh, king on the mound, or what do you call it? If they could be the one dictating morals, e- even if it happens to be correct, right? I-, I mean, we've talked about this before. You know, we can like, oh, M- Muslims are right about women, or you know, you're, you know, Muslims, uh, you know, have uh, uh, are more traditional than uh, liberal Westerners are, and, and all that can be true. But we should still take our own side. I'm not saying we should back up the the the, the LGBTQ people that want to c- come and rub their shit in, in their noses, but you can use different language you don't have to call these people western supremacists and, and evil colonialists in the process hardly they are that hardly in our home countries those groups and those people are the ones that are hardest to trying to undermine western society see how the the weapon that destroyed the west has now become the west according to matt walsh you're folding to that and you're admitting that that's what they now have all the power no that is not what's going on. These, this is an anomaly, like a cancer on our culture. That is a growth that needs to be cut off. And it doesn't res, you know, respect us. It doesn't look at, it's not traditional values. It is none of that. None of those things. Do you see my point here? Does that make sense? I think it's lazy. And it's
1: stupid to take this point of view. And For humanity, I would agree that we just are not in a position to morally lecture anyone, I'm afraid to say. We in the West are not in a position so we can put ourselves on a pedestal and say, "Oh, this look at- I, He cut her off there, but <clears throat> so
0: as a technicality, it's correct, but it's the wrong approach to take, and it takes me to the next <clears throat> the next um, issue here too, which is a perfect segue to something that happened here over the uh over the weekend <clears throat> when I was at Ameren. I saw this post on uh, on uh, I think the Sunday when I was heading back, sitting in the airport. And it's the same thing here, right? This is <clears throat> Georgia Meloni. She's talking about the evil colonialism of France. And again, I don't like Macron. I don't like what they represent and stuff. But it's it's hardly they're hardly doing this because they're they're evil white supremacist colonialists, right? So l- look at the uh, the video here. It's subtitled, uh, so uh, I'm not going to translate the whole thing. So read along here. Check
5: this out. This is Franco CFA. È la moneta coloniale che la Francia stampa per 14 nazioni africane, alla quale, alle quali applica il signoraggio e in forza delle quali sfrutta le risorse di questa nazione. Questo, questo è un bambino che lavora in una miniera d'oro in Burkina Faso. Il Burkina Faso è una delle nazioni più povere del mondo. Per il Burkina Faso che ha l'oro, la Francia stampa moneta coloniale in cambio pretende che finiscano nelle casse del tesoro francese il 50% di tutto quello che il Burkina Faso esporta l'oro che questo bambino si infila in un cunicolo per tirare fuori ...finisce per lo più nelle casse dello Stato francese. Allora la soluzione non è prendere gli africani e spostarli in Europa. La soluzione è liberare l'Africa da certi europei che la sfruttano e consentire a queste persone di vivere di quello che hanno!
0: All right. So, see, she seems more upset with this than she's upset with, let's say, Italian... Uh, girls, for example, being uh, raped by migrants. I I could be wrong, I haven't seen that video yet, maybe it exists and maybe she speaks out against that. So as a technicality, again, she's correct. Short term, if this is the way that you need to take to stop migration of Africans to Italy, I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah, I wrote a couple of words about this, I guess it's just easier if I read that because that's my condensed thought on this. But first I want to write what uh, Tula Tad over on Telegram wrote <clears throat> regarding this post. He says this is the Italian version of democrats are the real racists. Only a fool could think that rhetoric like this in the uh, will end the great replacement. It just reinforces the left's anti-white moral framework. I think he has a point here. It's it's hard cuz I I see what she's going for. And you could argue whether it's right or wrong, but it but it, it Anyway, I'll just read it, okay, because I have, I have my thoughts outlined on it. Um, he says, following here, the export thing isn't even true. The deal is that 50% of Burkina Faso's foreign exchange reserves are kept in the French treasury in order to accrue interest, as with other countries that use the CFA francs, right? So here's a, a link he does to that. Macron isn't so post-colonial after all. National sovereignty is one thing. Monetary sovereignty is another. Why should France give Africa free money away? Africans have received more than enough of free handouts from whites over the years. And I think that's true. To top it all off, the, this video was originally posted by a BRICS-loving Puerto Rican Marxist-Leninist Maoist. Yeah, so they line up with the, the fascists now, right? I think it's this was this person or something. Yeah. Um, and they say they're a true, right? Uh, for all of for all of the save the Browns, uh, third worldist types, these are your bedfellows. Go join the left where you belong. He says to that. And I think he makes a point. I th- again, I th- I can see what she's going for. But my point is, it's the... Uh, yeah, he just links up a few of the tweets there that uh, that person also did that uh, linked up that video originally. Meaning that they kind of agree with that. Like, look at this. She's ultimately att- attacking the West. She, she's attacking white, but she's attacking France. Macron might be a shitbag. And, you know, but it's still that... Why give it more power? So this is what I wrote about. I said, I can see in this, the short-term value in the position that Maloney takes here. But this is, again, like just like with Matt Walsh, the easy way out. This is a shortcut to try to solve our problems. And it's not going to work long-term, I think. Europeans, for the most part, do have an unshakable moral conviction to always do what is right. And we are going to have to find ways and solutions that incorporates that basic fundamental desire. As much as possible, at least. But not to our collective detriments as Europeans. We need to learn to take our own side first and care less about what everyone else thinks and says and that we have to please them first, blah, blah, blah. We've done more than enough for everyone else around the world. That includes thinking of our extended family of nations, right? So there's an Italian attacking, you know, France or a French leader. Look, Macron deserves criticism, but not because he is a colonial, he wants to import half of Africa to to France. There's no, there's no, and, and sure, even granted, you could say, well, yeah, yeah, but he's using these mechanisms and method in order to destabilize Africa so that they will go to Europe, and that can be objectively true, right? So this is the, here's the hard part. That can be objectively true, and I don't think that should be done, obviously, right? But it's still about granting the power to our, to, our, to our anti-white opposition and saying, yeah, you're right, you, you, you do have the moral high ground. And they don't. They, they don't, right? And I'll get to that. There's no reason to be intentionally cruel, obviously, to other people around the world. No one says that. We're not going to win hearts and minds among our European folk by doing that. But other people's benefit must be of secondary or even tertiary benefit, right? Or, or thought, if it happens to be a side, oh, it also someone else benefits. Okay, good, fine. Then, you know, both parts are happy. And you, strategically, you can think of multiple angles. What's the, the best outcome or how do we put, shut down migration while still it's good for us and it's good for them? You know, things like that. It's nothing wrong with that. We don't have to be dumb and cruel and, and evil. You know, I mean, that, again, then the, the opposition gets what they want. No, it's our altruism that has caused us to be in this position. It's our charity. It's our generousness that has led to this situation for the most part. So I said, having said that, I wrote in the reply to this, in the short term, if this is the angle it takes to stop immigration from Africa to Italy, that's what it has to be, at least for now. I'll rather take that as opposed to nothing and see all this crazy shit continues, right? But long term, these kinds of things will just help to deepen the rifts between European countries, and that is not a good thing. We need to back up each other. And not join the victim country's cry against so-called evil colonialism and legitimize an anti-European position. To claim that it's the fault of France or Germany or Britain, uh, of why we're having problems right now, will just make it worse for us, all of us, as Europeans long-term. European civilization, no matter where it has expanded, have been a gift to everyone who found themselves within it. And that needs to be made clear. We have done nothing wrong. And everyone else who could do something would do that as well. So my conclusion to that was reject the collective guilt and stop trying to blame your neighbors or your brothers or your sisters, and don't legitimize any anti-European positions and give them more power. That's my thought on that, and I think um, I think this is a losing way out of the situation it it's it's easy it might, maybe it feels good see now I can, you know, I can just join in and the left you know cry and blah 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 and I don't think it's the way out so watch out for some of these people because they might be although even good intended they might go they might do more harm than good at the end of the day you know what I mean uh, and he reminded me of this we have we have a few minutes left here Um. <clears throat> the crazy situation in the U.S. with the with the, with illegal migration, right? And some of you guys might have seen this, as I said, because of the Amarin, uh trip. We're a little bit behind on some of the videos, but this could be good for you to see if you haven't seen it before. A- as you know, uh, you know, oh, uh, replacement is a, is a crazy conspiracy theory. And, of course, we've had people like uh, Chuck Schumer address this in the past. He's even stood in front of you know, Congress or the Senate. I forget which one now. Uh, and talking about this and, and saying that the people who bring this up, are, there's a crazy conspiracy theories that lead to violence and it is dangerous or whatnot. Well, again, he underlined that the other day, that fact of, of the replacement agenda uh, by claiming that we, uh, uh, or America, I should say, have to open the, uh, the doors to all of the 11 million illegals that uh, supposedly, I guess some people are counting, uh, that exist within the country. Because Americans are not reproducing. Listen to this.
2: Now more than ever, we're short of workers. Uh, we have a population that is not reproducing it on its own with the same level that it used to. The only way we're going to have a great future in America is if we welcome and embrace immigrants, the dreamers and... All of them, because our ultimate goal is to help the dreamers, but get a path to citizenship for all 11 million or however many undocumented there are here.
0: Yeah, there you go. Uh, Come across a website. Let me see if I can find what that was called. They listed up just a few of the organization that's involved uh, in the replacement. Uh, It's called welcome.us. And if you click in on their uh, welcome coalition, you get to a page that shows all these Logos from NGOs and organizations and stuff, and many of these are, of course, government backed and funded as well. Some are like, you know, state departments, some are other countries and stuff like that. These are all some of the groups <clears throat> that are working towards replacing the white population uh, in America. Some of them are even in other countries too, but this is the major uh, uh, groups uh, they're working in America. Uh, so, this was under a page called the Welcome Coalition. Together, this inspiring coalition of national and local nonprofits have served tens of thousands of people in hundreds of uh, hundreds, uh, sorry, people in hundreds of communities for dozens of years. Whether by resettling newcomers, providing basic needs, advocating for human rights, lifting up diaspora communities or serving veterans, all of these groups are stepping up and leading at this critical moment again that's welcome.us. check out that side because that's you know just one another just one group one websites that actively engaging in the replacement issue which of course again doesn't even exist doesn't even happen right <clears throat> and so then they could turn around and talk about how evil it is to to bring this up that it's like oh nothing going on and then he may, or or like this is oh it's a non-issue it's not it's just a, a crazy conspiracy theory you know kind of th- kind of thing right so it's just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of these NGOs and groups that are pushing for this stuff. And, of course, all, most of them make tremendous amounts of money as well, especially the resettlement organization. They get, I forget what it is, I think it's like, uh, I, I don't have the exact number, but last time I remember it was like something like ten to 20000 uh per refugee that they resettle or something like that. And again, this is all money coming out of our wallets, too. That's what's so crazy about this, right? We're paying for it. We're paying for this shit. And they're replacing us and laughing at us at the same time. Oh, it's not even, it's not happening. Lycan Warrior says, uh, U.S. medical student says, masks reduce race, racism. No wonder our people no longer taking anything they say seriously. What is this? New York Post. Let me check out the story here. Thank you, uh, Lichen. Uh, <laughs> masks reduce racism. Study is latest sign. U.S. medical establishment is insanely Perilously woke. Um, is there anything masking can't do except for control of COVID spread, of course? A new study from the New England Journal of Medicine, there, there we go, they're your preeminent science believers right there, purports to show that mask policies in schools work to contain COVID, but that's not all. The authors conclude, we believe that universal masking may be especially useful for mitigating effects of structural racism in schools, including potential deepening of educational inequities. What the hell? Sure masks help to fix stru- uh, sure, masks help to fix structural racism. Why not? And the next study will show masks fights climate change. I think they've had that Do you see those masks they put on the, uh, on the cows? I think they filter the carbon dioxide or something directly out of the cow's mouth. Surprised <clears throat> so didn't have one for the the fart end too. Thank you. Uh, that is insane. Thank you. Like and I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I have a little bit of a COVID segment. Maybe in the last ten we could squeeze some of those stories in. Uh, but yeah, it, it's eat the bugs. You'll uh, you, you'll uh, you'll lessen racism. You'll have to change the weather. McDozer says um, it's busy season on my homestead, and I've been enjoying the last few weeks of episodes. Thank you. Tonight I wanted to make sure Henrik knows. That I'm thankful for him and his family. Be well, brother. Thank you, McDozer. Appreciate that. It's very kind of you. Thankful for you guys as well. Thank you so much for your support, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you. And uh, much love to all of you. Can't do this without you. <clears throat> Hope you guys have a, a wonderful uh, Thanksgiving if in the U.S. And, of course, we do have uh, Yule season coming up here, too. We're going to try to make it nice and uh, cozy, do some streams. We're going to do probably one featured, as we usually do, a Yule stream. Uh, but you know, it's always it's always a good time. We'll do some extra streams, or we'll bring on some more guests during the the December months here as well. Uh, I I love uh, love you so that's always a good time. All right, thank you, McDozer. Appreciate that. Qu- Real quick, we can do this before we wrap up here. This is uh, you know more important stuff, obviously here. <clears throat> Europe faces cancer epidemic after estimated one million cases missed during COVID. Remember the the lockdowns. All the crazy stuff that they were doing uh, to keep people out of hospitals that didn't do cancer screenings anymore—it um, was like essential, I think it was right uh, surgery that they just they they postponed everything. And can you imagine? Also, though, how the uh, the potential uh, C nineteen uh, magical juice issue exacerbated a problem like this too. And of course, officially, they might never recognize that they might not even do the studies on that. Uh, report says 100 million screenings lost because of pandemic which had chilling effects on research they want us dead folks that's that's what this is about so they finally kind of came around if that's the the, the way to put it because these are of course big pharma companies they are going to investigate themselves but regarding the myocarditis issue uh, after COVID vaccinations research on possible long-term risks underway so now, this is a, f- a few days ago here, but um, an important story, right? Both Pfizer and Moderna are launching clinical trials to track health issues, if any. That's right, if any. In the years following a diagnosis of vaccine-associated heart problems in teens and young adults. <clears throat> Can you read that on YouTube and still not uh, get a strike or, or lose your channel? I'm, I'm not sure. We'll uh, we'll just have to see, uh, to be honest. I, I don't trust much honesty will come out of this but it is interesting that literally essentially every issue that the crazy conspiracy theorists uh, uh, have, have talked about in race not all of them but many of them have with enough time proven out to be you know correct or, or, or at least that there's been a a recognition by authorities or by big pharma companies to say, Oh yeah, there's an issue of this but sometimes it's blamed on something else, right? And it was and it was one story on that, we'll get to that which is incredible actually a paper on that of of shifting shifting blame, right? <clears throat> and actually blaming hang on to your pantaloons with this one. Blaming unvaccinated people for a terror campaign against the vaccinated and that's what's creating the side effects. Yes, we'll we'll get to that too, right? The Washington Post, right? Vaccinated people now make up a majority of COVID deaths. There we go. It's no longer a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Yeah, just like we said, right? For the first time, a majority of Americans dying from the coronavirus received at least the primary series of the vaccine. <clears throat> is that okay? okay. <laughs> so what what does that tell you then, right? What is oh no? Well, if they, did, if they didn't wax, get vaxxed, they would have died much sooner. Is that the argument? <laughs> I guess that that is the argument at some point. That's how insane it is, right? Chalky Milk says, uh, Henry, glad to catch the end of the stream. Hope Amron went well. Looking forward to seeing some of the speeches. Don't forget to let Gary Gensler know that you just received this security. Who, Gary Gensler, yeah, who was that again? Oh, my God. Gary Gensler, was that one of the... Banking guy. No, that was the FTX guy. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, no, the CDC, uh, the securities and exchange commission guy. Did he get fired yet? What happened with that guy? I mean, he has to go down after that. (laughs) I got to read up on that. You're searching for his name right now. There are a couple there. FTX collapse. Isn't a crypto failure. It's a failure of the SEC. That's right. Bitcoin.com writes that. I, I, it's just these corrupt goddamn people is going to have to go. You know what I mean? Thank you, Chalky Milk. Oh, it's good to see you. One of our uh, executive producers. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Very kind of you. Okay. Um, let me see. Do we have one more here? Uh, Snoogging, one, two, three. At Hotmail says, Hey, Henrik, great show. See you guys on Friday. Hope Lana can join then. Yes, that's the plan. Thank you, Snooging. Good to see you as well. Thank you so much for your support. We appreciate you. Yeah, Gary Gensler. Holy shit, that guy should just go down hard. Um, to be honest, considering the FTX <coughs> scandal... All right. So, last, I think this is the last thing we'll cover here because we're kind of right at the end. Uh check this one out here. NIH, National Library of Medicine. COVID-19 vaccines and the misinterpretation of perceived side effects clarity on the safety of vaccines. Let me read this here from the abstract. In the era of COVID-19 and mass vaccination programs, the anti-vaccination movement across the world is currently at an all-time high. Much of this anti-vaccination sentiment could be attributed to the alleged side effects that are perpetually perpetuated across social media from anti-vaccination groups. Fear-mongering and misinformation being peddled by people with no scientific training to terrorize people into staying unvaccinated is not just causing people to remain susceptible to viral outbreaks, but could also... Be causing more side effects seen in the vaccination process. This brief review will offer data that may demonstrate that misinformation perpetuated by the anti vaccination movement may be causing more deaths and side effects from any vaccine. A mini review of published literature has been conducted and found that mental stress, that this, this, this is incredibly right. And like, okay, sure. Stress does do things to you, right? I, I'm not going to deny that. But then to argue that somehow the anti-vaxxers hold this like institutional pilot, like, look, you have like Pfizer, Moderna, you have the CDC, you have the FDA, you have every major government on your side. You have, there is no pressure terrorized. Did I miss that line? Um, fear-mongering and misinformation being peddled by the people with no scientific training to terrorize people into staying unvaccinated is not just causing people to remain susceptible to viral outbreaks. Did I miss that line? Maybe? uh, Anyway, whatever. They're terrorizing people now. (laughs) That's what's going on? Where is this power? They, they, they get censored from everything. And they get banned. They get blocked. There's people have lost their livelihoods and websites. And doctors have been harassed. They've put been put in jail for just not even saying don't. Give it, just saying you should look at the data yourself and maybe it's not that great. You know, a mini review of published literature has been conducted and found that mental stress clearly causes vas uh, vasco, vasco- and arterial constriction of the blood vessels. Therefore, if subjects are panicked, concerned, stressed, or scared of the vaccination, their arteries will constrict. Is this a joke? Their arteries will constrict and become smaller in and around the time of receiving the vaccine. This biological mechanism, the constriction of veins, arteries, and vessels under mental stress, is the most likely cause for where there has been blood clots, strokes, heart attacks, dizziness, fainting. Blurred vision, loss of smell and taste, and that may have been experienced shortly after vaccine administration. Well, there you go, folks. We settled that one. We unlocked the mysteries. If there was ever an issue here, it's clearly because of the terror of the unvaccinated folks. They're they're the ones that are causing all these deaths and blood clots. Mm -hmm. The extreme mental stress of the patient could most likely be attributed to the fear-mongering and scare tactics used by various anti-vaccination groups. (laughs) This paper does not aim to rule in or out every side effect seen. But it's highly likely that many apparent side effects seen shortly after a subject has received a vaccine could be the result of restricted or congested blood flow from blood vessels or arteries, constriction caused by emotional distress or placebo based on fear around vaccines. Okay, well, how about the damn fear that you're going to die by this, this virus? What about the endless stress and fear? From you sitting and watching the news every single day with numbers just ticking up and your whole zone is going death black and red or deep red and, you know, purple, whatever the hell the the colors are used for the maps of like how the coronavirus is spreading and stuff like that. Could, Could you... Can we attribute it to fear creation by the media onto this as well then? Or no, it's it's only so-called the terrorists that that are pushing a maybe-you-shouldn't-get-vaccinated message online in the highly shadow-banned and restricted means that have the power to somehow freak people out to such a degree that they get blood clots after after they get vaxxed. Yeah, makes total sense. Makes complete sense. Is, is, is this a joke? Is this a... References here? This is the the, the paper here, right? Raymond D. Palmer submitted uh, on September 1st, 2022 recently here. Oh my God, It's just there's, there's never so now they're recognizing they're recognizing that there are issues, but it's I mean, it's every possible thing but the VAx, right?. Ay-ay-ay. Let me see what do we have here? Uh, how dare you? Use that's right, Ralph. Uh, Ralph, Mal. Thank you, man. Yep. How dare? How dare I use? Did you guys see the new, um, the new uh, short skirt uh, uh, assistant that uh, Gutierrez had? Let me let me see. What was her name again? Does someone have that? Speaking of how dare, it's there's a it's a new how dare you basically. Um, Antonio Gutierrez assistant. Let's uh, do a Google search for that. Uh, let me see here. No, that's not it. What was her name? Does anybody have her name? Did you see that? She's like walking around in like the tiny skirt and (laughs) and shit like that. Uh, It's pretty crazy, actually. Uh, I'm surprised that Google search didn't yield anything on that. She's like the, yeah, young, climate change, young. Let me see if I can find that. Uh, Anyway, it was just, she looked like, yeah, youth advisory group, right? That's what it is. And uh, that's what it is. Yeah, she is part of that right there. There she is. Let me see here. Uh, Yes, here it is. Sofia Connie. There we go. Okay, let me pull this in. Here we go. Um, I guess the uh, I guess the greta tune buddy was not uh, maybe doing the trick anymore, or maybe they wanted to have someone like uh, that's a little bit more uh, I guess clantily... is that the word? Scantily addressed? Is that the word? Or scantily. Maybe that's the word. Uh, let me see if I can find that classic of her and Gutierrez. There. Man, I didn't think about it. Oh, here it is. Thank you. Thank you. Here we go. Here it is, folks. Check this out. <clears throat> can you imagine? And you just you just know there's like a bunch of petals in this group too. Allegedly, right? Allegedly, supposedly. Young UN advisor bites back at trolls who criticize her COP27 outfit. <laughs> you think that's that's? Look at this. These selfies. She's like, you have to do something now. I saw one of the speeches, and it's like, meh, I don't know. Um, but it's like clearly this like marketing, you know, they're, they're gonna sell their little climate cult thing, they got to kind of put a nice wrapper on it. It's just a bunch of like old, you know, kind of ugly men, I guess, for the most part, they're like uh, mystery, mystery uh, uh, people. Uh And it was, the way she read it was like, I mean, it was like, I'll, I'll see if I can find it, maybe we'll play it Friday or something like that, but it was like she was reading it like she was like mind control, I'm not even trying to be funny here, but like, The one-line deliveries of her, like just reading the paper, it was like she was a hired, like AOC, like a hired actress, just to do this part or whatever. But yeah, anyway. So Sophia Kani, twenty, was that the United Nations climate change summit in Egypt, rubbing shoulders with the world's top political figures? I think wasn't Bill Clinton there too? He was like honing in, and you know Biden was sniffing her or something. I don't know. There was some, it was some stuff like that happening. All right, I think uh, we're getting ready to wrap up. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate you. Thank you so much if you um, are a member, if you've been sending super chats, if you're uh, supporting our work, we appreciate you. Uh, We can't thank you enough for uh, for being there for us so we can be here for you guys. Hope you enjoyed the show. I want to say thanks to our executive producers today. T. Lothrop Stoddard, V. Miller, Resin Revolt, Good Luck Lap, Jake, Red Pill Rundown, Chalky Milk, Like a Chalky Milk, French 47, Mark Smith, No One Jeebs, President Ubunga, Kvetch Me If You Can, Mongoose, and our two latest editions, William Fox from America First Books, and Angry White Soccer Mom. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you. And also, producers, Mr. Walker 696, Son, Leroy Dumond, and our latest Snark, Snark Pup. i throw a snark up for Snark Pup. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you. Uh, we're getting closer. I think actually, we were uh, looking at a uh, twenty. Where are we at there? Twenty executive producers. I think we have like four, 14, maybe sixteen executive producers, and then four, so we're like eight between sixteen and eighteen. I'll do, I'll, I'll count them all here uh, later. But we're set a goal for twenty in order to uh, be able to hire a full time editor. If you want to help us reach that goal, consider doing that either over at odyssey.com slash at TV. You can also do it on Subscribestar. It doesn't hurt either way, whichever one is most convenient for you. Although we have kind of plugged Odyssey a little bit more because uh, they uh, are a little bit less um, fee, uh, you know, uh, aggressive, I guess is the best term. Uh, And they're turning out to a really good platform. And of course, if you do sign up over on Odyssey, uh, you get access to everything that we're, you know, currently doing. And, you know, whenever something new goes up, even if it's at RedEyesMembers.com, it goes up on Odyssey as well. So you can watch the stuff there. And I've said this before, we'll try to backtrack on the uh, on the archives, but obviously we won't, won't be able to fill up, you know, years and years and stuff, you know, on, on the Odyssey channel. Uh, so if you've signed up over there, uh, let us know what your username is. Send us an, uh, an email or a DM or something like that. Redis at That's a good method. Let us know that you've signed up on Odyssey. And if you want to get access to uh, all our past archives at RedisMembers.com, we can fix that. we will just kind of link your uh, accounts on the back end, if you will. Uh, so that's turning out to be a great option. Odyssey, but of course, there's a number of ways you can sign up as well. Uh, Red S members will call me straight up. But we are on entropy. We have the cash app. You, we have a mailing address. A number of different ways. Uh, so that's good stuff. So thank you guys for supporting us. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving uh, giving to all our Americans out there uh, tomorrow. Then Thursday the uh, 24th tomorrow. Don't let the uh, anti-colonialists uh, put you down, um, Europeans, which has the American extension of. Uh, Europeans have uh, uh, been a gift to this world and it would be a much more horrible place without us. So don't uh, let anybody else tell you otherwise. And of course, uh, none of these other groups as well that uh, criticizes us are, are spared from uh, the, the supposed crimes that we've done. Man, in some regards, they're, they're way worse than Europeans ever have been, right? All right, so I think that's it for us tonight. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate you. Always a pleasure. We'll be back with more soon. Until then, take care. Keep fighting. And uh, we'll see you guys soon.